0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora from inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Happy to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And you're here with us on YouTube.com and Facebook.com, both backslash WakeUpCallDT, Facebook.com backslash Live DT for all internet streaming video worldwide. And on internet streaming radio worldwide, you're with us on mixlr. Dot com backslash wake up call DT and on our homepage of wake up call DT.com. I'm very happy to be here with you this morning with another opportunity to speak with a committed high school student athlete who is coming off to Syracuse University to play for their football program here, and I'm very excited in my hometown of Syracuse. You know, we've covered the Orange since the beginning of my broadcasting over 18 years ago, and I'm very happy to be here with Jalil Smith for the first time ever, coming from Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York, a 2023 edge rusher who has committed to the Orange, and let's bring him in. Jalil, how are we doing today?
1: Good morning. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. And, Jalil, first and foremost, bring me into your recruitment. And now looking back on it, hindsight 2020, is it what you thought it would be? Is it different? How do you look back on recruiting?
1: Well, I mean, coming into high school as a freshman, you know, opportunities were pretty small. You know, I played football for one year before high school. I came in, I seen these guys, you know, getting an offers, And I was like, oh, I want that to be me. And then the pandemic came, so I kind of lost hope. And then that season after the spring season of the pandemic, August 2021, is when I got my offer from Syracuse. And, you know, things started going up a little. I had a lot of film more from varsity football, so a lot of doors started to open.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you talk about that, having played football uh, only one season before, and then the pandemic hit, hit. What made you want to play football and get involved in it after not playing it growing up?
1: Well, I mean, football has always been my passion. Like, it's always been a part of me. Like, even though I didn't play contact football, I've been playing football on the streets. I played football at school. Like, it's always been something I wanted to do. I just never had the opportunity to play it at a young age.
0: And, and so you're saying you never had that opportunity. How did that opportunity come about at Abraham Lincoln?
1: Well, I mean, I, my youth team was across the street, literally, from Abraham Lincoln. I was at a school called William E. Brady. It's like across Ocean Parkway. So, all the time I get out of practice, I see the high school guys. I hear everybody talk about it, and like I put it on my list for school, but like it wasn't something that I wanted to go to. But it just happened, and when it happened, I already knew how to get there because I would go there all the time for practice. So it kind of just came hand in hand.
0: That yeah, coming from Jaleel Smith here, speaking on the fact, like you and you said, they were right across the street, very close Correct. to to you and whatnot. Uh, do you think it's almost poetic? Knowing that, you know, like you said, you're you wanted to have an opportunity and then that opportunity was literally right across the street. So it, is it right. is that kind of uh, you know, almost poetic or movie esque to you?
1: Yes. And you know, a lot of people, my youth coach doubted me. He was telling me, Oh, don't go there. That's not a good school, you don't wanna go there, blah, blah, blah. I know you're getting looks and it's like, you know. And my mom was up here, hand, she like, don't let anybody tell you, you know, if you wanna go there, go there. And I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna just go there and I went there, and, you
0: know, great things happened for me. And, and they, you know, like you said, they would say, you know, don't go there. You don't want to go there. What was it about Abraham Lincoln that people were saying that it wasn't going to be a good fit for you?
1: I mean, honestly, my youth coach, he was kind of controlling. He wanted me to go where he wanted me to go. You know, so, like, he sent all these guys to one specific school, and he wanted me to go there as well, which that school didn't last long because the guys that went there only stayed for a year and ended up transferring up. So it didn't work out for me in the
0: long run. And, you know, obviously you're a kid, you know, you're a teenager, and and something inside of you said, I got to go where I want to go. You know, my youth coach wants me to go here, but this is where I want to go. What was it about Abraham Lincoln that just felt right to you in your gut? Well,
1: as long as I got there, orientation, all the coaches I lit up from all sports, you know, I always had a height always had the eye test, I passed the eye test all the coaches came welcoming me basketball, football, all these sports so you know, I always really
0: felt right like at home and that coming here from Jalil Smith like you said you, you always felt at home you felt right there looking back on it you obviously have some more time at Abraham Lincoln High School before you head off to Syracuse but what has been your favorite part of of going there and is it everything that your gut told you it was going to be
1: I mean, the friends, like the family, it's a family there. All my teammates are family, my friends, everyone's like, you know, everyone is so cool. It's a very great school. My dad knows all the teachers there, so it's like a place where I feel at home. Just like Syracuse, you know, somewhere I went up there, I felt like home. I felt I can play there for the next four years, go to school there for the next four years, so everything is just right.
0: You know, and, and, and for you, Jalil, like you like you said, you know, just, it just it feels right for you. Syracuse feels right. You went on a visit to Syracuse recently. Share with everybody when you went on that visit, and just what you took away from the visit that stuck with you.
1: I mean, it's a little fun story behind it. Uh, on the way to there, we I think two flights got delayed, so it was a little hectic. that's to take a, a plane, that we had to drive. But you know, everything kind of smoothed out when we got there. When we got there. All the coaches were welcoming. They were excited to see me. Got to the hotel teams. Went to the academic meeting, and that really kind of gave me uh, a shot. You know, the academic meeting showed me a lot different from other colleges. Like, a degree from Syracuse really holds a lot of weight, and that means a lot to me academically. That's what my parents looked to first, for football was, And then after that, you know, the coaches, great players, great the players, let you know everything you need to know. It was just a great experience overall.
0: You know, and, and having having that, like you said, a uh, little bit of a, an interesting time uh, with travel and the way that things have been on a plane. You know, flights delayed, and then you have to drive and whatnot. You're not too far away in, in the Brooklyn area, but when you finally got to Syracuse, did you did you feel like? It was like, hey, I'm fighting to get somewhere I wanted to go. Did it make you second-guess yourself that it that there was these kind of travel snafus standing in your way? I mean, how do you look at the story of how you got to Syracuse physically to go to the visit?
1: I mean, as soon as you got there, everything that happened that night before that date, it completely went away. As soon as you got there, it just you felt happy, you know. You were a little tired, yeah, but, you know, you got to get the experience and everything just kind of disappeared. Like, I didn't have to worry about anything, you know. It took a while to get there, but we got there. Yeah.
0: And when you finally got to Syracuse's campus, what's the first thing that you remember seeing that stuck out to you?
1: The dome. The dome is on the middle of campus. There are, like, one I think, two domes in college football. You know, it's a really huge dome in the middle of campus. Easy access and players. is just – it stood out. As soon as we got there, that's the first
0: thing I see. So you you see the dome, and you know obviously you have the opportunity to to tour the dome. How would you describe the the well? Now it's the JMA Wireless Dome. It's been the Carrier Dome forever. How would you describe the dome at Syracuse? I mean, it's
1: we went there it was empty, and if you shout, the echo goes on for a long time. It's pretty huge, and I know when the fans are there, it gets lit up. The stadium gets loud. Like, it's just an overall great experience, especially for my first time being in the dome. You know, like, it was just wow.
0: It's really a place I want to play. Speaking here with Jalil Smith, Edge Rusher, 2023, incoming freshman to Syracuse's football program here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Jalil, taking a, a look at the... Experience inside of the dome, like you said, if you shout in there and there's nobody in there, you can hear it an echo and whatnot. And you're excited to see the fans. What did you picture when you stood on the field at the dome, personally? What did you see yourself doing? What did you picture?
1: I could just imagine me making the play, getting the strip sack, running into the end zone. The sideline going crazy, the crowd going crazy, the section. It's just like so much that can happen. I can just imagine everything.
0: And Jalil, you know, Syracuse, I mean, you committing to Syracuse, this doesn't happen if Syracuse doesn't reach out to the state of New York. And it's something that we haven't seen in a long time from Syracuse, and it hasn't been a normalcy that they've recruited their actual home state of New York. So what does it mean to you that Syracuse not only recruited you, but they're taking care of home and recruiting the state of New York right now?
1: I mean, if it was to stay home, you know, why would I want to go anywhere else bring a championship to another state outside of New York, my home state, so, you know, it feels good to stay at home, it feels good to put on for my state, you know, that's what I want to do first.
0: To know that Dino Babers and his staff may be taking more of an emphasis on the state of New York and the Northeast, what does that mean to you being someone from this area?
1: You know, New York, when you think of New York, no one thinks New York as a football state, everyone thinks basketball, so, uh, a school like Q's a big school, to be recruiting in the area, you know, it's really important. Because a lot of guys out in New York, I've seen great talent go to waste because they couldn't get looked. Or because, you know, coaches don't want to come out to New York or they may not believe in players from New York. So I feel like a school like Q's a big school, is important for them to recruit New York City kids. Because there's a lot of New York City kids that have a lot of talent that don't go where they're supposed to go.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think the state of New York doesn't get the love that, that it deserves when it comes to football recruiting?
1: I mean, in New York, it's a lot of public schools, you know. It's not a lot of big, like, you know, Catholic schools. It's a few here and there, but, you know, everyone's a lot of focused on basketball. It's a city, you know, it's a city area. A lot of football sits are more country areas. You know, a lot of more opportunities. A lot of people, you know, New York don't really get that much attention. Poor football. More so, say like a lot of programs
0: go out to other you know states instead of New York. You know, and and we see this. What's the misconception? You know, because I've always been about uh, support the state of New York, recruit the state of New York. It's very important to me, being uh, from the state of New York. Very proud to be a New Yorker. That you know, New York State is is recruited. That student athletes are respected, not just in football, but in every sport. So what what do you think people should know? Being a student athlete in the state of New York, what do you think are some misconceptions or some rumors or some false false uh, statements out there that you want to correct about the student athletes in New York?
1: I mean, everyone when they think in New York, they think like, you know, unsuccessful, dangerous, hood. They don't have the potential. They don't have, you know, what they need to produce at the next level. And I feel like that's wrong, like, you know, have to give everyone a chance, so we have a lot of smart, super freak athletes out here you know, two sport athletes, three sport athletes. You know, a lot of guys who want to make plays at the next level, and we just can't get the attention. And a lot of New York guys go out their way, a lot of coaches go out their way to try to put us out there. Yes, a lot of times we have to fly out the states or fly out the cities just to get the looks that we want to get. Like, you know, even as far as camps, a lot of camps aren't in New York, there you are know, other places across the country in the West Coast. The Midwest, a lot of time you have to go out
0: to the places just to get the look that we want to get. You know, and that's the thing, going out to the camps and whatnot to try and get those looks. Did you did you have to do that? Did you feel like you, you had to do that? Did you go out of state to different camps and, and different opportunities so that you could try and help your recruiting? I mean, how, how did you handle the New York conundrum of, of not getting the respect that I think it deserves to have people come up here to New York State and because there's been a lot of successful people. A lot of successful people have come through the state of New York to Syracuse had gone on to the NFL. So uh, did you do anything differently? Did you do out-of-state camps, or how did you handle it?
1: I mean, most of the camps I went to were in-state. Thankfully, I had a camp in my school. You know, I had a camp, you know, Stepanaks in Jersey. So a lot of the camps I went to were far And I'm also grateful for my coach, he did a lot of talking, you know. He knows a lot of people. He's been coaching for a long time. He sent a lot of great players out to great schools, so he definitely did a lot of contacting. You know, being the size that I am, when coaches come in they look at me, like you know, they want to give me an opportunity just based off my size and I have great film and I have the academics to back it up. So it wasn't as such difficult as it was for me for other players. Like, you know, I have a lot of other players. During the pandemic, things got messed up. A lot of my teammates that could have went to bigger schools, but you know, they just didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm did he get a chance to showcase it, like, you know, you know
0: what I'm saying, so. That coming here from Jalil Smith, a 2023, edge rusher coming into Syracuse as a true freshman out of Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York, and we're here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Cabal Studios. Jalil, what do you think it is about Syracuse that 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 they liked you so much. I mean, what I mean, you talked to me about going to the dome and the way you felt on campus and whatnot, and staying at home in the state of New York. And why would you not want to, you know, win a championship for your home state? But why do you think Syracuse liked you? What have they told you?
1: I mean, speaking to the D line coach, you know, I'm what he wants. He wants a tall guy, a guy that's quick, a guy that's aggressive. He can go up the line, you know, make plays on the edge. You know, someone, you know, who really has that speed and explosiveness across the line, you know. Also looking for higher that can play out outside linebacker position, you know. I guess
0: we've just seen that on my film, so, yeah. And for you, you say yes to Syracuse, and you make this decision for yourself. How committed are you to Syracuse? Does recruitment stay open a little bit? Do you still kind of keep an eye out there if somebody were to be interested, or is this you know, 10,000 percent, done deal, you're going to Syracuse.
1: I mean, me, when I when I look at schools, I want to – if I say I'm going somewhere, I'm going to go there. Like, I'm a male about where – even my high school, I had a lot of opportunities to change for so a lot of opportunities to go to bigger schools, but I didn't want to go. If I'm going to go to a school, I'm going to stay there for the full four years. So that's – you know, Syracuse is it. I don't want to go anywhere else. You know, they gave me an opportunity. And who am I to tell them that I'm committed? And just because a bigger school wants to give me a look, I'm going to be you
0: man the type of guy. I love that, being a man of your word. You know, uh, Syracuse football great said to me, and a good friend of mine who's now up in heaven, and God bless him up there, uh, Floyd Little, yes, he said, thank you. Uh, Floyd Little said to me a while back, uh, said, to, said to a bunch of us, your word is the most valuable thing you own. If you don't keep your word, you have no value. And you just talked about, hey, if I tell someone, who am I to say I'm going to go here and then not go there? Why would I give somebody my word and take it away? So I want you to know that. You're getting set to wear orange and blue, and Floyd Little, that came many decades before you, said the exact same thing. If I give my word, I'm keeping my word. So it means a lot, and I'm sure it means a lot to fans, and anything that's a reflection of Floyd Little is a beautiful thing, but I want you to know that he said that, that your word is a valuable thing, and and if you keep it, then you have value. If you don't keep it, then you have nothing of value. Right. And so, you know, what does that mean to you, that, that Floyd Little, he wore number 44 at Syracuse, he went on to be the face of the Denver Broncos and will always be a face of that franchise in the NFL. What does it mean to you that, you know, your word is so valuable personally and that, you know, his was as well? And you guys echoed each other. What does that mean to you?
1: You know, he's one of the greats, I so, you know, if I can compare myself to a great, then I have an official feeling I'm going to be a great myself, so... That's how
0: I look at things. And Jalil, you not only are coming in from Brooklyn area, but from the Bronx area we have in and, uh, and New Rochelle as well, where the, where the school is, and then coming from the Bronx, Zion Moultrie-Goddard. What does that mean to you? I know you shared that he's going to be joining you in the incoming class of 2023 for Syracuse football, right. but knowing that Zion's coming from the Bronx and you're coming from Brooklyn, what it? What's that mean to you, that not only are you coming from the state of New York and staying in-state, but that you have somebody else coming from the boroughs that's going to be joining you on, the, on your team at the same time?
1: You know, it feels really good. You know, New York City can finally put on, you know, it's a really great feeling. You know, I met Zion at the official visit. He's a pretty cool guy, you know, things like that. So I'm just really good for New York City. I'm happy for New York City. And I'm happy to show the world what New York City is about.
0: And you committed on a special day to me. Uh, you committed to Syracuse on June 24th. Uh, that is that is the day that I remember my grandmother's life. Uh, G-mama lived to be just shy of 101, and that's the day that uh, that she went back to heaven. So uh, June 24th will always mean something to me and always have a special place in my heart. Uh, why did you pick June 24th to commit to Syracuse? What was it about that day, that moment? Bring us into your commitment day.
1: I mean, you know, just a Friday, a great day to me. You know, I just would have had a week to think about it, that whole week, and, you know, Friday is just a special day to me. Friday night lights, it brings me back, you know, so why not announce it on a Friday? I really like Friday. Friday's a great day to me. Great day we play games in high school, so it's just a really good opportunity to come back.
0: Coming here from Jalel Smith on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Cuball Studios. Before we jump to rapid fire, really quick here, at the as an edge rusher getting after the quarterback, tell me what are the best parts of your game, the best attributes, and then tell me the parts of your game that you're working on the most right now.
1: I mean, the best parts of my game are my speed and the height. Speed and height in my hands. The wingspan I have, I think I have an 83.1 wingspan, long arms, I can... Defender tackle, get him away from me, speed pass him. I have a lot of moves in my arsenal to get to the quarterback, you know. Things I want to work on, staying low off the ball, you know, planning off double teams, things like that.
0: And to jump into Rapid Fire now with Jalil Smith, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. As you get to know your Syracuse commit for the incoming class of 2023 at Edge Rusher. Uh, Jalil, we do a thing on the show called Rapid Fire. Gives us an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. Can have something to do with sports or nothing to do with sports, but in putting you on the hot seat in Rapid Fire, I'm going to throw three questions at you that could be about anything. But in the spirit of fairness, this is something that I'll tell you to enjoy because I don't know if you'll ever get this opportunity again. You get to ask me three questions, which I know broadcasters don't do. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to put me on the hot seat and I'm going to put you on as well. I'm going to let you ask me the first question.
1: Um, What do you love most of doing a broadcaster?
0: What I love most about broadcasting, what I'm doing right now. I love building bridges. I love getting to know new people. I love that this is the first time you've been on the show and you know, you come in here, we talk again, we talk again when you, on signing day, and then, you know, we do the National Signing Day special, we go on from there, you come to Syracuse, we talk during your four years at Syracuse, and then after that, we go on from there, and, and to say, you know, here's the day that we talked, the first day we spoke, and here in the beginning of July of 2022, and then 2026, 2028, you know, twenty thirty. I'm like, hey, Jalil, how you doing? And and all these years pass by. So I think my my favorite part of the job. I know my favorite part of the job is meeting people, getting to know people, letting you know that there's honest people and genuine people in the media that care about you, and just being a, a place for you, being a voice for you to uh, share your story means the world to me. And and I love having mo. I love having a day like today where this is our first conversation and then like four years from now we'll reflect back on it and be like, remember that day it felt like yesterday. So that's what I love. Right.
1: Um, did you ever have dreams about playing football?
0: You know, I love the sport of football. I'm five foot eight and I can run, but I never wanted to get tackled by someone like yourself. So like I so I, I played I played pickup games, you know, I played flag football and we did different things and like, you know, in, in in parking lots and fields and whatnot. So I love the game of football. I will play the game of football, but there was something about the thought of being at the bottom of a pile of like five, 300 pound people that I just did not want to be a part of. But do I love the game? Do I love to throw the ball, run the ball, intercept the ball? Will I play pickup anytime? Absolutely. So I love the game itself, but I don't, I don't know how I would feel, being uh, being a running back, which is what they were talking to me about doing in high school. I don't know what I would feel about being a running back and having a three hundred pound person hit me and then fall on top of me. I don't I don't know if I'd want to live in that world. All right. <laughs> What's your last one?
1: And lastly, like, um, how do you feel about Syracuse? Like, is it a place for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the best way to describe I me, mean, I was born and raised. In Syracuse, you know, I was was born in a hospital right here. I grew up in Syracuse. I went to school, you know, in Syracuse, you know, in high school and elementary school. And shout out to Our Lady Pompeii and Christian Brothers Academy, which is about four minutes from campus for Syracuse, if it's even that. And so, you know, I I loved all of that. And then I, I moved away. I went to school at Marywood University in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And then I came back and then I uh, moved down to Florida and came back again. So when you say, is it the place for you? Well, I've been back here multiple times. I started my company here and and uh, here in July of 2022, I'm celebrating my 10 year anniversary of my company, Dan Tortora Broadcast Media and having this multimedia company. So uh, do, do I think Syracuse is the place for me? Well, I'll tell it to you like this. I came home. I built my business here. There was no better place to build my business and start my business here as we branch out. I love my hometown. I love covering Syracuse. I love telling the stories of this community. I love a lot of places here, LeMoyne, OCC, Aswego uh, State, Binghamton, and so on and so forth. And I can tell you this, when I was coming back from Disney World recently, I saw Syracuse out the window of the plane and I got this smile, and I leaned forward in my chair like I couldn't wait to run out and see my city. And if after 36 years of my life I'm still proud to be from Syracuse, I think that says something.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: So, my three questions for you. Uh, Jalil, what is your favorite food that you cannot live without? Oh,
1: shit! Sure. I actually just had some shrimp before the phone call.
0: <laughs> okay, I like that. I've actually answered shrimp before myself, so... Is there a type of uh, way that you like to have the shrimp, or does it not matter?
1: All types of shrimp. I like all types of shrimp.
0: All right, I love that answer. Uh, second question for you. If you could be any Marvel superhero for the rest of your life, who's, what character would you want to be and why?
1: Hmm, interesting. Um, hmm. I might have to go probably either Spider-Man... Or the Hulk.
0: Okay, and why?
1: Um, Spider Man it's a classic. I've always grew up around Spider Man. Spider Man probably one of the first superheroes I've been introduced to. And then the Hulk he's just big, he smashes everything, and I like the, the sense of that, so
0: Love those answers and I kinda appreciate them. Final question, you're from Brooklyn. My grandmother on my on my dad's side, my Gammy Miller, she hails from brooklyn she grew up on atlantic avenue tell me the three best things about brooklyn new york
1: um brooklyn new york is a lot to do it's great people you know it's always a very fun environment um you know i've been living here for a long time so brooklyn's that that's really a big part about brooklyn secondly brooklyn's food brooklyn has a lot of food spots you can always find something to eat in brooklyn which is really amazing to me and just the culture of brooklyn the culture, the history of artists, people, writers. A lot of people came from Brooklyn. that a great, you
0: know, very great. So there you go. A description of Brooklyn, describing where my one of my grandmothers came from, picking my favorite superhero in Spider Man, and one of my favorite foods in shrimp. Jalil, I, I know this is the first time you've been on the show, but I think uh, I think it's okay to uh, to call you a friend right now. We got way too much in common, so I'm gonna have to have you back on the show. I think that's fair.
1: Most definitely.
0: So that coming from Jalil Smith, 2023 edge rusher Syracuse coming in from Brooklyn, New York, Abraham Lincoln high school, keeping New York in New York. And he will be back with us soon here inside of the wake up call with Dan Tortora home here on the cafe Kubal studios. And so Jalil, I thank you for this time. I thank you for being a part of the show and you obviously have good taste because we got a lot in common. So thank you for joining us and I look forward to talking with you soon.